0: New York, yo, it's New York, yo, it's New York, to New York
1: Welcome to Crash Course Autographs. Today, Matt interviews all four members of the band Three Pints Shy, Jonathan Sirigar, David Anthony, Robbie Taylor, and David Mikofsky, all who identify themselves as a Celtic pub band from New York. With their latest release, the Burlap album now available, Matt chats with the guys on their band origins and their music and performance background. They also chat about their live shows, their songwriting process, and the fun they have with friends and fans. And so, here's presenting Matt Storm and Three Pints Shy.
2: And welcome to another episode of Crash Chords Autographs. I, of course, am Matt, a.k.a. Stormageddon, and my guests this week are Three Pints Shy. Yay! Yay. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I know these guys for a while. I met them through the Wasties and, and various members of the Wasties who are friends with them, and I'm so happy to have you guys on the show. Why don't you go around the room, introduce yourself, talk a little bit about what you play or do in Three Pints Shy, and uh, then we'll go from there.
3: Uh, I'm Robbie Taylor. I play... Some rhythm, guitar, and vocals.
0: I'm David Anthony. Uh, I play penny whistle. I sing the high parts and I write uh, a few of their songs.
4: I'm David Mikowski. I play guitar, mandolin, and whatever other instruments I play Concertina, when I get too bored. Yeah. Bazooki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And other things, probably. I'm Jonathan Saragar. I play the
5: ballroom
2: vocals and I am the founding member of Three Pine Shy. Wow. <clears throat> That's important to know. Mm. So I guess then we can start with you with uh, my first question is the name Three Pint Shy and the band itself. Where did it come from? How did it start? The name Three Pint Shy
5: came as part of a raffle on a message board because I was too lazy to think of my own name. Actually, the name was actually one of the more difficult things. Couldn't think of a really good name that didn't sound pretty much rudimentary for a Renaissance Festival band. Okay, Like, most, dudes
3: in tights. Or something. the rogues, <laughs> right. or
5: whatever you want to call it. It's pretty much common stuff that almost every Renfair guy hears when you go to a fair. So this band wanted to be called something interesting. I put it to a vote, whatever was, in, whatever was most interesting. As a matter of fact, one of the Crimson Pirates, a friend of ours, named, got the successful name out of the
4: raffle. Was it he Lionel? So Lionel won.
0: Wait, Lionel named our band? Yeah. Lionel named our band. Yeah. I had
4: no idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so He's kind of like a creepy godfather. No,
3: that's, that's, that's weird. now no, no,
4: I know. And I uh, like making things weird. Yeah. That didn't take <laughs> very
0: long either. So go ahead and tell them like what the what the band name means. Like it has a meaning. No, there's no meaning to this band name. But there's totally a meaning. <laughs> no, Am I, have I been projecting
3: not... a meaning on okay. this
0: band? The fake meaning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah,
3: the fake is meaning. that there were initially nine guys. Right.
5: Because we started off as six people. Ren- right. the Renaissance Festival story. That's basically yeah. the story of the of the band. Oh, I mean, and you're always three pints. There is so. no official meaning to the band's name. It's exactly three pints shy. Sounds awesome. Let's just <laughs> let's just say it just sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Uh, so much so that two other bands have copied it. I'm I'm just saying, other Ren bands have actually said that. There's another band out there called uh, Nine Pints Shy. There's, mm-hmm. there's another Pints band gone. out there called Three Pints Gone. So there are, you know, we we stayed trend centers. We're 15 year 15 years ago we set that band name and they followed after afterwards.
0: So as Robbie started, uh, the idea was there were nine members of us. This is fictional. There were nine members and then three of them died from over drinking or drunken related accidents. Or, and now there's only six
3: members. Or of, a cougar attack. Or uh, Whatever your imagination likes. <laughs>
0: yeah,
5: pretty much something horrible.
3: It and could just... have been
0: the
5: fact that I stole three pints from the bar and just walked out and didn't pay my bill. Well, no, that's Tuesday. It could be the fact that <laughs> I have to donate three pints of blood in order to afford my beer. Is, there's many possible meanings. But the honest-to-God meaning is the fact that uh, it's just a way of saying... You know, we are all there having a pint in the bar and we just keep drinking and drinking until, you know, we're three down and, you know, a little inebriated. So mm-hmm. that's basically the backstory behind it. So awesome. Fill up
3: the empty hole inside of mm-hmm. us.
2: Right, of course, obviously. Um, um, I use other things to fill up holes.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, God, ta-da. ta-da. <laughs> Get used to it, folks. We're just started.
2: Um, Go on hell. Um... Yeah, nobody was doubting that for a second. I think everyone in the room is, but that's fine. Yeah, he believed in hell. So when did the band first get together? You mentioned 15 years ago. Um, Was it always the four of you guys? No. Uh, It
5: originally started with six members of the band. uh, Formed from uh, performers at the New York Renaissance Festival. Mm -hmm. We were all performers. I had some of the courage to say we needed a band of male performers at the Renaissance Festival. We did not have a male singing group at the time. Uh, And I proposed it to our director just off the cuff as something to do. Little did I know that a couple months later he would actually come to me and say, so where's your proposal? And (laughs) make me put together a band of people. Robbie is the last standing of that group that I initially asked to join the band. Uh, We had uh, members Tim Ott. Oh, I remember Tim. Um, yeah. Chant McLeod. Chan Murphy. Yes. And Rob Bedini. Those were our original lineup. And uh, we had one show uh, a day at the Renaissance Festival in the closing performance. And that was all we performed during that first year. But we were lucky enough to have a... A gain of popularity because we were high energy and high high power and just like that interesting when we were up there.
0: How many, your first year, because I came in the second year, how many songs do you all have like in your repertoire at that time? That first year the, at the fair season? Right first year, at least
5: 20. We had, we had about 25.
0: We
3: had yeah. about
5: 25 songs in the repertoire about when we first started, so every day you did like a different,
0: complete different. Set. Yeah, each yeah, day there was we a did
3: the same that we've been doing. Of the I like, see. Different there were two
0: different
4: sets, yeah. basically one on Saturday, one on Sunday. Basically, was
0: boy, that. I don't talk to you guys enough because I'm learning all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm.
4: I knew like our history. By the way, Matt, you have now been made obsolete. He's going to be asked. Oh yeah, I just realized like, <laughs> once <laughs> the band <laughs> member starts asking. Well, I mean, but I like being obsolete.
2: Then I don't have to do anything, and when I listen back, it's more entertaining because I don't have to hear myself talk.
0: If you um, if you would like to add something, Matt, please feel free to. to <laughs> To come in anytime
2: Thank you want. Thank you. But um, so how
4: did you first meet the band? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: well, actually, I do remember that. So it was oh. I believe it was the night you guys were either opening or performing after the Wasties at the station. Mm. and I had known Jonathan and Robbie just mm. through Sarah, my wife, but the two of you I'd met. At the way station the first time, and then I kept running into this David, David on the left. Not that you can see because it's the internet and it's audio. Um, I'm
0: the one with the high up. He's on levels. my right.
2: He's on your <laughs> right. Your right. Um, I'll speak with him we call him Little David. Little David.
0: That. <laughs> I prefer calling him David Anthony Classic. He calls me David Anthony Classic.
2: That's, that's a good nickname. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Um, but I had met you in other circles, too, because you're friends with Mary and a few others from the Way Station as well. Um, and then um, I think I got to see you guys more often, both at the Way Station and at the Renaissance Fair, because I know a lot of the folks at the Tuxedo Fair as well, and I go mm-hmm. there often as well. Um, but what I'm curious about is, so you said you joined the second year. Second year. And then when did the other David join?
4: Uh, three years ago, which I can't do math. So, so that'd be 12 years or so after yeah. we saw and that. And now you
3: have to tell this, the name story. Which name? Oh, that
4: name. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so so uh, aside from being three pints shy, I also do a solo act um, called David Anthony the Creepy Bard. Oh, <laughs> I chose the name David Anthony before I knew that this David Anthony existed. I, <laughs> I chose that name for completely different reasons, and, uh, and it was only later that I met this David Anthony.
0: The first time I ran into this guy, so uh, we I worked Fort Tryon as a Renaissance Fair performer. Like, they got people from the New York Renaissance Fair at the time to work Fort Tryon. And I was doing it as just a generalized performer. The next year, I wasn't performing there. And so I thought I'd go check it out and like visit some friends. So I'm looking at the program and it says David Anthony, the creepy bard. And I'm like, oh my God, someone is having a go at me by saying, haha, I'm going to name myself David Anthony because he's creepy and call myself the creepy bard because I thought somebody was actually insulting me
4: because <laughs> everything I hear in the world is
0: about me. It's not all mind. about
4: you, man.
0: And so I go looking. It's I, all
4: about me. I go
0: looking for this performer and I go to his set and I see, you know, David. David Mikofsky, who's using David Anthony, I'm going, well, why is he using that name? And I also recognized him from busking on the subway because he mm-hmm. busked on the A train, which is my line, and I and saw him there. But that's the first time I saw him, but that was... Years before he would uh, end up
4: joining the band, that's very funny. Uh, yeah. So now yeah, it's now, crazy, now he's David, now he's David Anthony Classic, and I'm David Anthony Light. But here's the problem: <laughs> by the he's way, the my sponsored by Bill. Cowell. My real name, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. My
0: real name isn't David Anthony anyway. Yeah. So my name's David Anthony Wayne Anderson. Okay. But. Uh, Super long story, but I made a deal with my mom's, parents, with my mom's parents that I would use at. the name David Anthony as a pen name because my mom always wanted to be, me to be called Tony. But after she died, I stopped using Tony when I was five and became David. Ah. And so I'd use David Anthony to respect my mom in all my artistic things. So Gotcha. Okay.
3: That got a lot darker
2: than I was expecting. Well,
4: welcome to <laughs> sometimes, my world. Sometimes we yeah. get maudlin'.
0: Um, sure. So,
2: shifting gears a little bit, let's talk about the music. Obviously, you guys do a lot of fun pub and Irish music. You do a lot of sing along stuff, a lot of stuff people can get behind. Um, covers, originals. Um, what the, the direction of the band, since it was a Renaissance Fair band, I imagine, was always going to be in that vein a bit. Um, but was there kind of like a powwow about wanting to to what direction to take the band, or is it just kind of always been like that kind of vein because of where it started?
5: When I started it, it was meant to be a counterpoint to the singing wenches at the Renaissance Festival who were doing body songs about sex. Uh-huh. So when I put together a male singing group. I thought, what better thing to sing about them? Getting drunk all the time. Sure. So it became basically Irish drinking songs, and that's right. where it kind of stemmed from. After you do the same classic songs. So many times, plus the fact that you go to Renaissance fairs where everybody does the same sort of traditionals over and over again, Mm -hmm. you hear these songs multiple times. You really want to branch out and start doing other things. Sure. David wrote the first uh, original for Mm -hmm. the group, I'll Never Drink Again. That was the first one we performed. It was an original number. Uh, And so that's where we all kind of slowly started dribbling in original stock. Champ brought something, I brought something. David's written the most out of all six, I believe, total. I don't know. That we perform on a regular basis, I think so we have those songs that are there plus we wanted it to go into the more modern stuff as well the stuff like well the pogues was the first like kind of sped up stuff that came sure. from the modern age of course but influenced by flogging molly sure. gaelic storm all these bands that Great are really C. really popular you Great know yeah we came from that era where we right. wanted to say like okay we don't want to do just the traditionals because while they're fun and all they don't have the same energy that we kind of wanted to bring out and make pop
0: I've, I've always wondered about the band. Like, sometimes I'm up there singing at different Renaissance fairs and sort of realizing we don't really sing Renaissance songs <laughs> right. at all. Some of them are certainly old and Irish, but most Renaissance fair bands are either Renaissance or ambiguous enough that, like, oh, well, it sounds like old music, but how do we get away with it? There that? are so many bands Everybody that just do, it.
3: like, Irish music. Pub yeah. songs, like yeah. just it's all up. Yeah. It all stems from mm. the folk era. It all
5: stems from the 1960s folk era here in New York. I mean, all the Irish bands came here to New York. The Clancy Brothers, Tommy Makem—they were playing Carnegie Hall back in the 60s when the folk when the folk scene really kind of exploded. And that's where a lot of the music actually comes from. It comes from that era where people were bringing it over during that folk scene, and so they modernized it enough to be into this new folk scene, while at the same time keeping its roots in Ireland. Mm-hmm. When it gets further out along the way, it starts to change. The 80s bring the pogues and yeah. bring a lot of that stuff where they want to kick it up into the punk, and the punk rhythms and the punk sound. Uh, it takes a break in the 90s, and then all of a sudden, like, late 90s, 2000s, you get, like, vlogging Molly. And you get the um, Tossers and... You get all that stuff, Dubliners but also and... up in Newfoundland, there also is a huge tradition of the traditional folk song that sounds very much like the
2: Irish theme, so... Great Big C obviously picked up a lot of stuff from there. Sure. Well, I thought it was interesting that, like, so the first time I saw you guys, or maybe the second time I saw you guys play with the Wasties, you guys also then, this kind of big finish where you took a couple songs that you both knew, both bands knew inside and out that you both played and kind of did them together and put interesting spins on it, Mm -hmm. kind of melding it together, which I thought was fun. And I was like, oh, that's really awesome. How did you know that they knew that song? And Sarah looked at me and just said... Everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it was Johnny Jump Up. Johnny yeah, Jump, right. Jump Up. Yeah. And Irish like, Band, dude. Irish and Band. Man. And then like, like, you hear it
5: done. Every, everybody does it a different way,
2: which I think is really fascinating. That there are so many different versions of it too. Uh, you had your own version of Beggar Man yeah.
5: that was his, and then we introduced him to our version of Beggar Man, so we made him do our version of it. What's the song? Holland Toe. Yeah. It's a song that has a, a, a minor key change, basically, between the way we do it and the way he did it.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. interesting. And to think about uh, Rocky Road to Dublin, we had yeah. a very... Three Point Shy had a very set way of doing Rocky Road to Dublin for a decade. Mm-hmm. And he came with a different way to do it. And we really adopted, I think, his way, right? Yeah. We, we adopted his way of doing it, which was less unison singing, driving force, and
4: more about uh, a soloist and... It's more, it's more jumpity jumpity than than bump it up bump 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 and that it made no sense to anyone those are me. technical terms those though. are the technical terms
3: no um it's uh, we're also one of those bands that we will all all of us at one point will come up with an idea and go hey hey guys hey guys, guys I got an idea okay let's try to do this and <laughs> only the... Robbie does that voice
5: though, when he <laughs> that. So that's, that's because that. that's
3: the only time you listen when I do that voice. So, what you say? <laughs> see, see, see? See? It's recorded from So, you know, we'll occasionally go, hey, let's throw in some random bit of this other song into this other song. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, let's make... Uh, Rocky Road to Dublin a doo-wop song oh. why? because we're bored right now let's see if <laughs> that's that that right awesome really an that that awesome idea
5: it actually worked it actually worked really
0: well it did not work so it, well
5: no when you listen to it again
0: they more. were very angry at us the it YouTube comments. it was awesome
5: <laughs>
3: because nobody liked it except us this, that, oh, this shit, is one of those terrible. things is that we, <laughs> we <laughs> often do things just to make ourselves laugh Robbie seems to think shit is worth it
0: it's the Andy Kaufman Certainly, I never want to um, to stop ourselves from trying new things just because we've had catastrophic failures in the past. Like, I think it's important to go ahead and throw stuff out there. So, I'm with Mr. Robbie.
2: Well, also, like, going on to YouTube, because I know you guys have been putting a bunch of stuff on YouTube and trying to build that out as well, which is interesting and unique for me also as someone who does dj and works with burlesque performers like i'm trying to figure out <laughs> how, I, how to put ho- my hosting stuff that i've done and my djing on youtube which doesn't necessarily always translate but i think it's, it's always fun with that medium to try something because even if it is a catastrophic failure failure people will tell you and the more people that tell you eventually it becomes comical it's just <sighs> funny that all these people are just so, pouring on you. So angry about oh, me. You know,
0: we did do, um, we do traditional Irish drinking song right. uh, by Dennis Leary and uh, <laughs> we added something where we took the meanest, worst comments mm-hmm. on our videos on YouTube and between, uh, between verses would read them out loud oh, for the awesome. audience to get a laugh out of them. One really tough thing is early on, Three Pints Shy was very popular at the New York Renaissance Fair. And some people would record just about every set we did. Mm. And so you would get just dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of our videos. You know, but they're not always good representations of how we want to present ourselves. You know, you have a Sunday morning when we've just slept in a tent outside. (laughs) And, you know, we're
5: terrible.
0: That's what I'm at my best. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I send someone to our YouTube not our channel, but we do have a channel. But whenever I send someone to YouTube... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It, mostly it's uh, a layer we, we do. It's,
3: yeah.
4: a, it's got good stuff on oh, it. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm, I'm learning new things, learning too. <laughs> <though>. He's <laughs> learning. We're all learning. It's a learning
0: experience. It's all the more you know. But when I send someone to see our stuff, I say, oh, yeah, go to YouTube. Type in three pint shy... Wicked Willy's Piano Man. (laughs) Because I want them to go to like a very specific specific video video and not, you know, the first thing that pops up.
2: I've experienced that with a lot of live acts, especially that are more local, that like people will just sit with a camera in the back of the room, record the whole set, (laughs) and then just put it on YouTube. It happened with the Wasties at Steampunk World's Fair. The only video... Good, good-ish quality video of them performing that we have recorded that's on YouTube is this one guy with the camera standing the way back, <laughs> just recorded the entire set from beginning to end and then chopped.
5: Twenty-four minutes is not a good YouTube video. Yeah, it it's is
2: never going to be a good YouTube video. Yeah.
0: Well, there's no quality without consistency, so we're in trouble. Oh man, yeah, it's hard.
5: It's hard to be on YouTube and, and see it, that sort of thing. And
0: also, different different locations and different performances require you know different styles. Some sure. things are more humorous and more body and some Some things are straighter. Some are more energetic and more like improvisation. If you're performing for people who have seen us over and over and over again, you really want to mix it up and do the songs that they love in a new way that they haven't heard.
3: And you can be a little bit more loose because they have seen you do it specifically one way or another. And then they go, hey, he did... Isn't he supposed to usually do that verse? Why are they tangoing in the middle of the song? <laughs> What's going
4: on? Why are they stroking each other's faces? Because we have so many <laughs> mental problems and issues and, and and a need for attention and and love that we never got as children. Well, I feel yeah, like yeah.
2: Any, any performer has a little bit of the hey, look at me disease in them. You know, mm, this idea yeah. of wanting to get up in front of other people and... Be an asshole, essentially. Right. Yeah. But it's even
3: weirder when it's when when it's the hey, look at me. No, no, no seriously, don't look at me. <laughs> that's true. Seriously, also, I really
2: don't. I just oh, but that's here. the mix of be being a here. performer and having social anxiety. Yeah, you know? yeah. right. Yay. Hey. Um. Well, let's go back to talking a little bit about your original stuff. As you were saying that David had written a bunch. Um, and I know you guys were working on an album. I'm not sure if that has come out yet. It has. It uh, has. So it is. So tell, tell tell the listeners a little bit about the album. And um, We'll All
5: Be is the name of the album because it relates to the toast that we get when everybody buys us shots at a bar or a gig or whatever have you. We uh, raise a glass and then our toast is, and we'll all we'll be, be three by shy. And so we named it after that particular toast. It's our fourth album with our... Newest lineup mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> with a special guest Seth Morgan, who was a member of the band for a brief amount of time until he went back to school. So he, he, he back wants at school. to school
0: better
4: himself. <laughs> Education. Yeah. He wants, he to, wants to,
5: education's the enemy of the artist. He's got himself <laughs> some learning. But because we had been away from recording an album for so long, it had been five years, felt like we had finally got ourselves back and established enough as a group in the new mm-hmm. lineup to say, "Yeah, let's do this. Let's put together Plus, an album." People were yelling. Violent.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Some oh, people yeah. on the internet who you don't know are telling no, no, you. No, to no, do no. It? People, no. Oh, people in, in real life are
5: like, hey, how's, how's it going, man? I haven't seen you. Well, when's the new album?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Here's
3: the thing we had yeah. taken a
5: long period off of Renaissance Festivals and doing other things mm-hmm. and try to focus solely as a bar band, and it didn't really pan out that much. Uh, we got new management, got new people behind us that were really supportive got us into places and suddenly we're working again we're working on a regular basis mm-hmm. i mean a year long regular basis that's it's awesome. no longer like okay doing like tiny gig once a month every four months and just doing something now right. we're doing stuff almost every weekend in the summertime we're mm-hmm. doing stuff mm-hmm. every month yeah. so we have something going on and it's it's real so finally we have this chain of stuff going on new material added Get back into places where we haven't been, including the renaissance fairs that we've long since abandoned a long time ago and mm-hmm. back to doing that. Oh, cool. So when we got to doing that, going back to the renaissance festivals, it was huge because we reestablished a connection with really what is our main fan base of people that
0: came and watched us. and Nerds yeah, <laughs> yeah I, people, people exactly like us people are, yeah. exactly like us and it was really amazing you know the The band had been gone from the New York Renaissance Fair where we started for many years five-ish six uh, somewhere five, in there yeah four or five but when I would go to um, I would perform there just as an actor there and the band wasn't there I would go around and people would still say people who remember it says oh are you guys ever coming back You know, when are you guys coming? What are you all doing? And there was really a group of people who would tell us, we really would love to see you all again. And it was just great to, you know, to steal a little bit more, you know, time in the memory of people.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, uh, so going back to the album and the Renaissance Fair Experience, is the album, because I haven't heard the newest record yet, but is it a live album? Is it studio? Studio. Studio and... Is it all originals, or is it a mix of originals and covers?
5: We only have uh, one original on the album. Okay. Uh, The rest are covers, uh, traditional mostly, but there are a couple more modern tracks on there as well. Got it. And stuff that isn't just strictly, you know, Irish, you know. I think uh, there's a song by the uh, 097s on there. Oh, nice. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Let's Get Drunk and Get It On. That's a good one. So we put that on there because that was really popular. There is one original, uh, which is our bonus track. It's not listed on the back of the album, which is our improv song. Oh, I love that We song. have traditionally ended a song with a bonus track, a hidden track, uh, the first two improv songs that we did, and mm-hmm. then the third album was Cover the Rolling Stone.
6: <laughs> uh,
2: and Actually. then
5: we... Oh, this is a different improv song, by the way.
2: Oh, yeah, we the but it's not... So it's not the one that... Because I saw you guys do an improv song the last time you guys were at the Way Station. It's w- not that what one. What was it? Which one? Oh, I don't remember. All the Best it. Irish
0: Songs is is the improv song that we wrote. Yes, that's oh, okay. Great. It's yeah. a brand new one. Basically, came from goofing off at the Connecticut
4: Renaissance Fair. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tim had sir- had an accordion, mm. and he started playing this like polka theme, <laughs> yeah. and it sounded so 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 Bavarian that, <laughs> that we all just yeah. And we're an Irish band. Well, all the best Irish songs come from Germany, didn't you know that? And then started making up verses about how all the best Irish songs come from from. Ger- I'm not going to say it. Okay. You know, how
3: <laughs> you don't
4: have to hold
3: I'll that menacing pose. Um, so basically for like, what was it, an hour and a half, basically, before our first set, we are just ourselves. sitting around
5: <laughs> making up
0: it these is verses. It's bandwank
5: all over the
3: Renaissance oh, yeah. Festival.
0: When, when we start talking and get on getting on a creative tangent together, yeah. like things just really beautifully get off the rails. Oh, and it yeah. is a lot of fun. Like it can go on for like... Days in yeah. the in case of Facebook, one week. But
3: uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what I hate? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Okay, okay so, 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 okay. Right. Okay,
4: so you, you, know, you know what I hate. I want, what,
0: wait, I want Matt to just, describe what it was. I want Matt to describe what <laughs> he thinks was going on. So no, I, I want us to do
3: what right, it was. All right, do no, wait,
4: Just quickly. Okay, you know what I hate, what is, when, hate? is is when people don't uh, advertise what they're about to do before they do it. No promo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay.
4: So, so... I had heard about this actually through my
2: wife, Sarah, who was on Facebook. Really? <laughs> yes. She had seen the one Jonathan had posted on Facebook and was like, I don't know that I get it, but now I want to find more. So <laughs> and so we started looking it up and to me, it sounded like um, because everything ended with a mo or an O, mm-hmm. it was a play on no homo. Which, which is what I thought it was, but I, I wasn't sure. At this point, I can brilliantly break because we haven't done this
5: on for a while now. Yes, it is a play on No Home. I said it as a joke one day, because it was really kind of just... <laughs> something silly that came up out of the like, conversation. Right. And then suddenly, during the course of the conversation, uh, it turned into like doing other phrases that rhymed with that. And it blew up over uh, one performance day that we had at Haverstraw. Uh, we were doing a, a show there over the <laughs> weekend. And we were just going back and forth during, in between get, uh, sets or whatever. It was we, silly. We did, during We six, did hundreds. During We like, did
0: like well over a hundred the of day, these jokes. At least. Just, just like, I mean, 100. really like a hundred, two hundred. Like we were just like all day. D- so I basically uh, said to the
5: guys, all right, your job now is to continue this joke between us, just back and forth between each other Don't explain the joke. Don't explain it one bit. (laughs) (laughs) And we did it. And we went back and forth for like a couple hours. And then suddenly it was like... Everybody's mind was infected by this fever of out of our friends, and everybody was posting their own little <laughs> version of it. And it was either they were really enjoying it, or people were getting furious because they didn't understand, and <laughs> <laughs> more furious that we were blowing
4: up, the, filling up their feed <laughs> with this nonsense.
5: <laughs> I, they could not comprehend
4: what the hell was going on. So not we wanted Kaufman the hell out of oh, oh, man
0: Every time I put up a new one, I started tagging the people who had who had made the joke, who had joined in, and I went to someone else who goes, "What on earth is this? What's going?" Going on, he goes. I don't know, but I've stopped following David Anthony because it's clogging up my feed. Tell me when they're done.
5: (laughs) The best part about that was, for the last three days of that week, I didn't post one. I didn't post a single one. It was just I was just watching the chaos theory just actually kind of fall. I I swear, if I was smarter, I would have developed a like research grant (laughs) and paper based on the premise of internet following. Yeah, but this went physically between the four of us.
3: Without going on the internet for at least two days. Yeah. Solidly. All of Saturday, all Sunday it was just
5: so- not. Solidly. Gigs because, because yeah. yeah. And it was exhausting. It was like but, our brains would not but stop But that's kind of
4: just a way. three pints way: Take a dumb idea and then take it much too far and let it blow up beyond and, any proportion. I and then keep going. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you Watch know, the smoke in your wake. I don't know the technicals of why <laughs> internet things, like, catch on but here's, I mean, here's what I figure. So, it's a simple thing that anyone can join into. It's also confounding and confusing so people want to figure it out but they can also participate and feel like they're really clever for having done it and maybe they are but I'm shocked at how many different things you can say that end with Oh, oh! Yeah, like yeah. it's really unbelievable. Yeah. People are coming up with new things that we hadn't when we'd come up with like two hundred. It was it's my proudest like, moment of internet thing?
5: chaos that you could possibly <laughs> done. It's like I could I could have signed off Facebook for good after that and be like, done. <laughs> I'm done with the internet. Love yeah. out.
2: That's really funny. Just so insane. dumb. It reminds me of a game I heard a comedian talk about that when he would go on tour with other comedians, they would play a game. Um, where they had to think of movie titles that sounded like going to the bathroom. And the example they always used was <laughs> Operation Dumbo Drop. Oh,
6: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And so they would play this game where they would just start naming oh. movies to the
4: point where they oh, couldn't even get the it. movie oh, title. No, I'm thinking of them now. Oh, You're damn
2: welcome. it, you ass.
4: Deep Impact? Oh, <laughs> no. It's Armageddon. Oh, no, damn
2: it.
3: Private Benjamin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Howard Stern's private parts. <laughs>
2: Apocalypse Now? <laughs> oh, I've been sleeping with the enemy. <laughs> and so I've created a monster. And yeah, so... But I think things like that are really great for... Honestly, the dumber an idea is when it comes to that, but the simpler it is, the easier people can get feel involved and get be a part of the joke and have fun. Yeah, and it's
3: your improv brain... You know worrying those little bits that you don't usually use on a daily basis you can go oh this is these are the the rules i can fit this into this rule yeah. hey i feel smart for being able to do this you know classic the classic
5: game 101 where you just say 101, 101 ducks walk into a bar and you base all your jokes on walking into a bar yeah. yeah. pun based jokes the things you do. done and that was the game we would sit around campfires after fair's doing yeah because our minds are still working in that same mentality, you have to make the joke. You have to do this. Got to build, build, build. We have mental disorders. It really yeah, is. It we is all a mental. Have mental. It's disorder. an OCD of improvisation, basically. the
0: The middle two thousandsies at the New York Renaissance Fair, mm-hmm. and that's The time that I knew odds yeah. middle two thousandsies. The odds, yeah. um, the you know, Nautis. was really a fantastic. Um, training area for improvisation for seeing something and getting an idea or being sort of having the courage to like carry out uh, improvisational bit uh, and that's one thing that I think is carried over or the band originated with that kind of banter. So in addition mm-hmm. to the songs, you get the funny banter that no one's ever heard before. And I think that's really one of the great appeals of Three Point Shy is that people think that we're funny and offbeat. Strangely. <laughs> and, and I think that the New York, I mean, I did improv uh, professionally before. That you know in high yeah. school. So that actually leads to my on. next
2: question: Do any of you? So obviously you do, but do the rest of you have um professional improv training. Have you taken courses and uh, done yeah. that? Now a little bit ish, here and there. I want to of, say yeah.
0: I'm, I'm not professionally improv trained. Okay. But I was paid to do improvisation. So you've things. done, yeah. but
2: you've done improv yeah. shows and stuff Since like that. Since the very bit. I was on
5: Who's Line in the original cast. Uh-huh.
2: So sure. I missed <laughs> that I mean,
5: episode I back in London. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. When I was when I was about twenty. Oh, seriously. Yeah. Oh, okay.
4: Didn't know Total that. Lie. T- wait, tell us Total about lie.
5: It. I was <laughs> looking at you dead
3: in the face. Like, why are was like, you listening to this man? I don't you know. just met him. I am a gullible, stupid, stupid man. I didn't believe him man. for three seconds.
5: One of the one fr- of the first things I ever learned in any improv class was if you say something with enough conviction, people will believe you. truth <laughs> is here. It was great because somebody asked, and he like, was being a smartass, going, "Anybody have any questions?" He goes, "Which is taller, the Eiffel Tower or the pyramids?" And he goes, "The pyramids." And it was so deadpan fly. <laughs> it was like, oh, I guess he heard this joke. And no, he just said, that's what he said. I mean, if you have enough conviction, people will leave you. If you. Even if you don't know the answer to that question. It's the Axel Foley technique.
6: You,
0: <laughs> you, know, you right. walk
3: in there acting like you know exactly where the hell you're going, people go, oh, well, I guess he knows what's going on. Or Fletch
2: if
0: you're white. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and less cool. And, and less cool,
0: yeah. Oh, I'd so love same. to well, see well, Axel, Axel Foley and, Fro. and Fro. No, Fletch. I love Axel Foley and cool. Fletch. Oh, I'd love, like.
3: uh-huh.
0: love to see the two of them, like, you know, do a movie together. That would be
5: Beverly Hills Cop 4. But
3: see,
0: that's one of those things about... God damn.
3: That's one of those things about us is that no matter what... Bizarre, random flight of fancy that one of us goes, you know what? I'm going to go stepping across each bench for no real reason. Well, I'll do it. You're guaranteed to have the rest of them following right behind you. (laughs) I have intense
5: back pain and I chased the creepy bard around a tent (laughs) one time because it was Funny. air quotes in that yeah. one.
4: And then, and then this 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 moron <laughs> doing his his Bavarian, you know, jogging happy hop dance across the the stage, and then and then the other moron doing it after him, and then going, "I'm not twenty anymore. What's wrong with my body?" I, I was yeah. jumping and yeah. I guess
0: basically kind of clicking my heels to the to the extent of my physical abilities, as <laughs> high as I could. Click this way, click that way, and, and I look and Jonathan impressive. is, is it doing strange? it exactly like I was. John
3: well, was actually doing it, was, it higher. It was, yeah. it was it was crazy. A, it
0: was a non-Newtonian trick he was
4: doing.
3: <laughs> he is cornstarch.
4: Starch. And then, <laughs> and then a bunch of us just, you know, in the middle of a song, just, just crawling across the table in some sort of uh, semi-sexy burlesque kind of fashion. I don't think it was in any way sexy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I soul. thought it just, was. Just weird. you, sir, you, sir, are a sexy devil. It's I want true. you. The, check is, yes. the, the <laughs> check is in the mail. The check is in the mail
2: um well um that was a wonderful tangent but does bring me to uh, (laughs) uh, actually something that i did want to bring up was about your live performances and shows because i i did get a sense one of the things that i liked about you guys when i first saw you besides knowing at least you know half of the band personally was that you do have great onstage banter and great charisma with the crowd is that something that you kind of always had from the beginning just based on your own personalities yes yeah absolutely because we were also improv actors and trained that way,
5: we always knew exactly how to reach out to an audience. We weren't afraid of talking to an audience because that's what our training was. Right. Never. We didn't have any barriers. I've seen what happened with a lot of bands where they are great performers, but there's always a barrier of charisma that kind of like always kind of gets between them and the audience, mm-hmm. making a connection. And our establishment really, when we get out of there from the beginning, is trying to find the connection more so than anything else. Our performance starts, we sing, it's, a, it's the attention grabber. The banter and all the rest of that is what brings you into the group. We want you to kind of join us in the fact that we're being idiotic and stupid and fun, and we want you to be fun with us. We want you to have fun with us. We don't want to be alone up on the stage just like <laughs> making jokes that go nowhere. Well, we've been in places where jokes fall flat and it dies and it's like it's hard. It's so hard a fancy
4: it's, it's a fancy polite way of saying that we have no shame or social skills. Okay. Well, I mean, so yeah, actors, musicians, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you know, artists what I've been of anything any is really.
5: that you when you do your solo stuff, you have a very good structure to what you do when you get up on stage with the uh, he's confess- talking to David, David right now. David Makovsky <laughs> confess now sinner and get into your yeah. intros to every one of your steps you have a great like structure for that you I know I'm making half of that up as I go along, right? Well, some of the stuff you don't. Like, when you do your intro for, like, being a carpenter, and oh, yeah. rest, like I, I hear that stuff, and I'm like, okay, this is your intro for this and this, and I know which song you're going to based on basically what the yeah. intro is. But I, when we do our stuff, I have no basis for intros. It's basically, if I pull out the old one, it's an old one. <laughs> but when we go into something, I'll make something up off the cover just for the joke and see if it works. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. What did I do this this fall, introduced the pop culture reference where I just say a pop culture line <laughs> and somehow connected it to the fact that I'm you Johnny. And I did a whole thing with doing De Niro's You're Talking To Me, you Talking To Me. And then th- these are the Pacinos to my De Niro. And that's basically how he introduced the band. Just like, that's... no point of reference whatsoever, just let the intro go. So, whatever works, whatever's funny. Whatever comes to your head at the time, you play and you experiment. And that's uh, what you do.
0: Several years ago, um, when I was still absolutely confounded on why people liked our band so much, <laughs> um, I asked a couple people who had become who were fans who became friends about well, what is it about Three Pint Shy? You know, because you know we're not the greatest musicians; we don't have the greatest voices. And she Speak told for me, yeah, well, okay, he, okay. Dave McCaffrey is the greatest musician, but he's recent." Um, and she said, uh, "She said, you know what? When you guys play, everything in the world is okay." And for me, it was like, oh, well, you know, that sounds like a good objective. See, I told you
5: releasing those roofies were a good idea. (laughs) That, that's why they're setting out to the Middle East, so... Oh, okay. We're, we're out to solve the world.
6: <laughs> exactly. One
5: Irish song at a time from a band of non-Irishmen. I'm sorry, we took over that very, very
3: nice, touching <laughs> moment. <laughs> as uh,
6: we we're
4: going we're, to do. We're, we're gonna do a tour through you know Baghdad, Tehran, maybe a trip into Pyongyang. It'll be great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think you guys will play really well over there. Oh, yeah. Kim oh, Jong-il and, and Dennis Rodman
5: us. personally invited us to go take a tour of a secret underground facility.
0: I feel
2: like that's code for something. Mm-hmm.
0: All the best Irish songs come from North Korea. North, North Korea. Korea. I went there and I found they were in a famine. In, in a famine. famine. And they really like our band in North Korea. North, North Korea. Korea. It wasn't the music it's because I brought salmon. <laughs> 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 so for those wondering, that was what? a beautifully wow.
2: improvised moment. Why? So, <laughs> I'm glad that that happened, though, because... What the hell how? was that? So in, in that moment for me as an observer... David Anthony starts a thing, and then you guys join in. Do you just follow his lead and see where he's going? Now, here's the thing.
0: When I did that, I had no intention of finishing the verse. (laughs) And it's when they did the response, I'm like, oh, I better think of a rhyme. And (laughs) I already had famine in it. And then, so the second part was trying to figure out what rhymed with famine by the end. I think
2: that's something that really speaks to the the unity of the band, though. That you guys... Just jump in feet first and don't... Oh, yeah. You have to Think. see us when we hit hive mind. Oh, when my God. When we get to
5: peak performance and all of a sudden the mind of everybody in the band <laughs> is clicking on the same joke at the same time. Where We find those jokes with like, I know where I want to go with this. I want to make this joke. And somebody else is already on that same wavelength and the joke comes out of two people's mouth at the same time.
3: It's sort of like mm. watching an amazing uh, basketball team who has played together forever. Like, you'll see... The, you know him dribbling down the court and you know behind the back pass
5: and it just, goes just right be to an alley oop, yeah. Yeah. if a beautiful if mind white. was com- combined with Dumb and Dumber <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, yeah. and, and, then, and, actually, and yeah. you're hoping they sing up like Pink Floyd, and
3: you're just like, <laughs> come on,
0: this ought to work.
5: Yeah. They <laughs> sync up to the
3: uh, Banana Splits theme song, which is weird.
0: And it, yeah, and when it when you get to Hive Mind, and when it really just starts going back and forth, the problem isn't like you know doing something that's funny and clever. The problem is starting the next song, <laughs> right? Like stopping <laughs> like, and, like, and getting when's on. When's that going to be? You know, knowing knows. But really having each other's back on stage and knowing that if you do something, you're going to have like three people who come along with you. That's the most important thing. And as you you get more confident that what I'm gonna say? Guess what? Something can seem funny if it's not. If three people agree with you, yeah, I <laughs> suppose helps. that's fair. Or yeah. even
3: if they make fun of you for it being terrible. We sound more united in this
2: interview than <laughs> we
6: ever
2: <were positive> <laughs> the right? Exactly. There's a lot of arguing and bickering on, on performances of the past, um, but no, I think that's that's very true. Especially once you do the same thing over and over again. Like my other show is an album review show that I do weekly with two co-hosts, and like we have this way of kind of getting on the same wavelength where when we enter the show and banter. Before we get into the review there's a lot of either making fun of each other or like going whole hog in on a joke and over committing to it and i think there's something sure. about kind of that kind of bonding that's really important do you find that so david anthony you had said that you wrote a good chunk of the song the original songs um, is it just David writing them or are you guys kind of collaborating
0: Well, so, so here, here's how, how it works um, I am really not very good at collaborating on writing songs right. I really cloister um, I really cloister myself um, in the place I come up with an idea, I go through it, I get it in my head and then either a week and a half or two months later whatever it comes out uh, when that song is brought into the band, yeah. they really put their own ideas and changes on the way it's sung. But I have the song completed in a way that works for me and only me, with the idea of making it appropriate for Three Pine Shy the Band. Got it. So for my part that's how how it goes. So it is different God, for by the David end. brings something incomplete. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I will I will pick the shit out of it and
5: then be like, No, no, no. Yeah, no, and, no. and that's why I sit on the four songs that I've got
3: bouncing around. He's afraid. He's afraid. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it is I'm like, you know, I'm not going to bring that shit in. I'm enjoying playing it in my room. I don't want to be I mean, I, mean, I brought some
4: songs that I wrote, but apparently my songs are not appropriate for anyone. Well, <laughs> um, they, they aren't, You know, though. it isn't the easiest I mean, thing. The, the, fir- the first song I wrote, I, I, I entitled it An Open Letter to a Thief, but everybody else refers to it as the Herpes song. So, <laughs> Great song. Yeah, but not for three punch. Not for three punch. Yeah. And all of my songs are pretty much like that. Oh. Uh-huh
2: well that's good to know so if you want to check out Creepy Bard's solo stuff that's what you're in for look me up on YouTube The
4: Creepy Bard and the website
1: thecreepybard.com
4: that was a pretty (laughs) impressive announcer voice (laughs) I've also got a Tinder account
3: (laughs) and Grindr and (laughs) J-Day and Farmers Only Red Tube (laughs) Red Tube
2: Red Tube Tube. (laughs) Um, so I guess with you guys having done playing tons in New York and playing at the Renaissance Fair and touring other shows outside of New York as well um, what's kind of like the next step or the future you see for Three, for three Pine chies? I know you guys just put out that album, and I'm Carnegie sure you're working on with Hall. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know why Carnegie Hall. Holograms. You know, holograms. I thought i get a I don't know why you
3: did either, but I mean, it's very cute that you did. Deep up orc, uh uh. That means I love you. <laughs> um, I love... I don't know. It's, it's one of those hard questions... See, to answer, I I would love to, like, be looking back <laughs> eighty years from now at the <laughs> Three Point Shy anthology album with this big thick book. It's like, oh, remember Gino? He was part of the first group. Oh, this is when he's David dead Anthony... <laughs> now. <laughs> this is when David Anthony came in. He's dead now too.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm just dancing like... on their dreams. Oh, Jonathan's Jonathan alive, she... but he's part robot, part computer, part. Wolf. Wolf. <laughs> of course, you know, always. I think something, that, I mean, right now we are, you know, we are doing more and more things, right? But Three Pints Shy isn't, um, Three Pints Shy alone isn't uh, the primary source of income for any of us. Dave Makovsky is a full-time performer, but he has several, his hands in several things. So I think there's there's a place right you now where... You have no idea where my hands are. <laughs> yes, I do. I know where they are. <laughs> Three Point Shy is really in a position where we could be doing more gigs, but it's kind of about... You know, having the time because you know we do we have jobs and other projects, so it's not an easy decision to make to, to jump in with with both feet.
5: The dream, honestly, would be to be making Three Pints Shy a full time job. I mean, honestly, that would be the best thing yeah. to realize that one day uh, you're going out and the only thing you're doing is performing. Right. You don't have to clock in at a job on a regular nine to five basis, and you don't have to go anywhere else, but actually out to the gig that you're performing at, and that's where your life is. Yeah that would be wonderful uh you know you don't have a lot of leisure time to do that unfortunately i mean you're always chasing that dream that's really what you're always doing is you're always chasing a dream or you're living that dream so you're either doing one of the two uh right now you know what we have is great we can always be doing more uh i see us doing more honestly i see us doing the fact that we have you know pretty much the world at our fingertips when we got somebody that's actually behind us getting gigs and making these things happen sure uh my son is getting older, so uh, he's not going to be in the house that much longer. Only eight years. Uh, um, it was kind of, it was kind of ominous back. the way you said that, as if yeah. you're planning something. <laughs> right. Well, it's, it's the fact that, you know, I, I know exactly where... I'll be, you know, in like eight years, you know, when my son's actually going to college and I'm not going to be like tied down to like the family unit in that same way. Right. Uh, you know, I think that's actually kind of one of the things that holds me back more than anything else is the fact, but it's not a bad. You better back. hope your son
4: never listens to this podcast. It's not a bad. You know back. what? He just heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just heard, I am holding daddy back. Yeah. For, if he, from what he really said, oh, Christopher, Christopher, if you're listening, you're okay, holding
0: daddy back. If it's, okay, it's,
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <okay. laughs> it's okay, I'll still babysit. It's okay. yeah, yeah, you, yeah, Christopher, where the rest of us still love you. Let's so just say
5: it's holding me back We're making this a full-time job. That's basically about it. But that's the only thing that is. I mean, I still get to go and do gigs, obviously, whenever we're doing gigs at this point. Including this night when we're here. Yes, and
2: doing a podcast. Exactly. So um so we've talked a lot about what you guys do together um maybe go into a little bit about what you do on your own you know whether it's mu- music or other things kind of like what you do either in hobbies so or so much stuff. masturbation yeah <laughs> well i mean we're all we're yeah. five you are lucky i'm people.
4: here yeah right, i know <laughs> i mean my, my with his hands my, out of his pants right <laughs> my, my pants. bookmark list for my for my for my porn collection is longer than anything else on my i'm on my that way with
0: stranger things yeah <laughs> wow! So I'm a nursery school teacher. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have a full time job as a nursery school porn. teacher. But the great thing about teachers, you get, uh, especially uh, at a Jewish school, I get a lot of holidays off. I don't work any Monday or Tuesday this entire month. How, is, yeah. how did you, still, I don't how did know, you manage? Isn't an amazing? And I'm salaried too, and so I have summers off. Um, and then artistically, I do photography mm-hmm. um, and acting, and sort of my emphasis sort of goes back and forth depending on you know what's happening. Usually when daylight savings. Changes photography slows down because it gets dark so soon. Sure, that makes um, sense. So, yeah. but I would really like to to record uh, to record some of the songs that I've written that aren't right for Three Pine Shy. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's sort of what I have in mind. Yeah,
3: I uh, <laughs> surprisingly, I'm also a preschool teacher. Um this
2: worries me the more I
4: hear. Yeah, yeah. what's going on? Well the future um, is 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 gonna be so awesome. and <laughs> all of these kids grow up and become alcoholics. Trump twenty
5: sixteen. Yeah. Uh, I'm a great uh, nursery
0: school teacher, by the way.
3: Um I blame you guys. But yeah, like uh generally when I'm home I find myself um the more I play guitar, the more I realize how little I know about how to play the guitar. <laughs> so I find myself going, oh wait a second, where's that book that I didn't want to play uh, any of the songs in because they had these weird suspended notes. Okay. Let's see, G suspended 7-9. Nope, we're not going to go that <laughs> way. For we're the homeless, go the Robbie way. is pantomiming the actual
5: looking for a note.
3: Yeah, was, it's was a lot less It's like he really had, had a book possible. in front of him that wasn't visible. <laughs> was yeah, um, you know, just Sitting around playing my
5: guitar and stuff.
0: I should start doing that again.
5: Reading? <laughs> playing guitar. <laughs> Pants behind me by books. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, uh, now um, the other David has his solo act the creepy
4: bar yes I have, uh, I have a solo act the creepy Bard I do renaissance fairs and and other similar type venues um, I have a partner in that her name is uh, Robin Buttery she is a fantastic violinist she strokes while I pluck it's fantastic yeah, she's she an amazing violinist she's ridiculous uh, yeah it's yeah. nuts so, aside, and aside from being in Three Pints Shy, I'm also a member of a band called The True theirs I'm a member of another band called The Rascals and Rogues. I have recently been kidnapped by a band called Below the Gaff. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do so a lot So, you're a band
2: whore. I way. am such a whore. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I, am, I am a musical slut, and every every fair that I work at, if I find that there's like an hour in the middle of the day where I have nothing to do, I'll find someone to do something with somewhere. I get bored otherwise. This guy
0: is always playing it's music. True. Like, he's just somebody, it's just someone, it's just in his body, in his soul. We're taking a break, he's playing, even if he has, like, three of his own sets and four of our sets and is playing with other people, like, this guy's just... It's because of that you actually inspired me to take up the little instrument that I did because yeah. you were playing and I'm like, that's
5: what I should be doing instead of sitting backstage the entire time, yeah. so... I don't even see how, it, like...
0: I don't even want to say I don't but say but his hands had the, uh, ha, the physical stamina to do it my hands have stamina down. like you wouldn't believe there's knew, so many people who you can trying. I know I had to
5: you knew better can, his hands have their own page on TikTok. <laughs> yes it's
2: true <laughs> it's very true so I can probably already award you guys dirtiest podcast ever see For you this?
0: told us we weren't gonna and be we see this is this not time. even filthy and we have know, yeah it so we not even and by the way I'm the most reserved guy in the band I'm like god please don't say well you know
2: what funny as you say you haven't cursed once that is true I've had other artists and other performers on other shows that have cursed up a storm and you guys haven't really that much at all but it has gotten dirty the other way a little bit that said I mean
0: I, I apologize on everyone's nolty. behalf
2: but it's, but it's fine I mean we I don't have a rating on this so it's fine it's Innu- just funny to me innuendo is fine I, uh, I love innuendo innuendo
5: <laughs> innuendo <your laughs> oh lord I mean you <laughs> know that, that wasn't bad that was just like Awful. That was that was Yeah. And it's been and awful not creative. I'm years. not saying you're rude. I'm saying you're an asshole. So. Great. And that's two curses. There you go. That's All my right. second
3: so one. Too. Jonathan right.
0: said, like, hey, listen, we shouldn't curse so much on I mean, anything. No, I didn't say you should not curse. I didn't say you should bring it down to the level
5: that I brought it down to when we did Daniel Greenwell's podcast because I Well now I'll have to go listen go to that. Go listen one. to that oh, one yeah. because it's like an intellectual uh like, vacuum? No, more like, like an intellectual enema. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what?
5: <laughs> there's nothing filthy about an animal. Well, there's. <laughs> yeah, really? Like, come on. Sure, a if you're like filthy. starving
0: to death on a desert island. <laughs> no. Wait, what are you doing with the is That way, the is right. Why would yeah, you use it for that purpose? If you don't have water that's potable enough to drink, that is a way to hydrate yourself in emergency situations. That is good fellas. to know. You know, it is good to know. I am you I'm need very, to know these I'm, things. We've all learned so learn so much something on this podcast. There's a family that kept themselves alive that way. This is serious. You know, guess what? Enemas aren't just jokes. Like they're important for your survival. The survival facts coming from Castaway
5: are not going to work. I don't want
0: to remember. Yeah, because you named I don't want to remember Bad that
5: Wilson Tom Hanks' is not anima scene. They cut that scene. You will have to watch that scene, by the way. It's on the extended cut. Seriously, get the Blu ray. Amazing. Is it really? No, big...
0: he's lying. He's lying. Talking? I got him.
6: <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? I think I've i
0: learned I did believe it for three seconds, then I believed it three seconds later. I'm like, wait, he's lying. I've, if I've
2: learned anything tonight, it's <laughs> to never ju- trust anything Jonathan says ever from now on. I really
4: never trust anything any
2: of us.
5: We have, you good. and I have to play some more board games. And that's just true. Go with like a. Sheriff of Nottingham or... Uh, I've, or I've played
2: like board that. games where I've gullibly trusted my best friend, which was a mistake. Like, we were playing the Game of Thrones board game, and he was um, House Stark, and he said... Uh, oh, no, he was House Lannister, and he's like, Oh, don't worry, we'll team up, you can trust me. And I hadn't seen the show. Yeah. Um, I just liked the game. <laughs> and he's like, come. don't worry, trust me! And I immediately helped him take I out one person. <laughs> don't worry. And then he turned on me and killed me. And
3: I was yep. like, oh, Who are you? Um, brown on
4: that I must mouse so alone. Thank you for that. All right. <laughs> Reigns of Casticle yeah, yeah, m- yeah, Musical interviews. So, John, what do you do for a living?
5: Uh, I sell artificial grass for a living, basically. <laughs> uh, synthetic lawn. This time it's the truth, right? It yes. is it's the truth, truth. yep. <laughs> and in spare time, uh, working on board games and uh, role-playing games at the as a side project, basically, at this cool. point. So, awesome. trying to do something like that. Mm. Do
2: you guys do anything as a group that's not music-related, like, as band bonding? <laughs> as or as, a, as
4: I, I mean, we drink a lot. <laughs> no, I, sure. uh, yeah, I mean, rehearsals are a lot of fun, but... Rehearsals aren't rehearsals. Rehearsals are the, are the four of us getting together once a week to drink beer and whiskey, and, and someone pulls out a guitar at some point.
0: But we, we, we get stuff done. Yeah. But yeah, but a it's surprising
3: done. amount done for the... Sheer amount of sidetracking that goes on. For the way our livers always, are failing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am always amazed at, that we get as much done as we do, considering every third statement has a sidebar that has twelve sidebars off of that. But they're mostly most your of your sidebars, are funny, Robbie. But most of which are funny that end up finding them their way into something else. Well, and then we end up getting back on track and then it's it's always and then a next thing you know holiday.
4: Ayatollah Santa Claus we
5: I mean we yeah. had to... <laughs> <laughs> an actual song recorded one day but because so. we were, really? we recorded it and did something really stupid and sang a song called the Ayatollah Santa Claus out of the blue I can't believe it lasted two minutes and it actually
0: went a really long <laughs> time it was like why are we doing this yeah. we, um, we rehearse we're pretty quick to put together songs like usually uh these guys i don't really do it that much but they will listen to songs and like and introduce it we'll talk about it and then sort of three pints shy it up it. but yeah it's pretty quick like once we decide to do a song it's funny
5: because you can tell exactly whose influences is where are where in when you bring it into the band. I'm very much a traditional sort of sounding uh, Irish sound. Yeah, uh, David brings I, a lot more originals because he does original stuff. Doesn't listen to and, the traditional stuff.
0: Yeah. Also, I don't listen to a whole lot of music, <laughs> and so when they bring in a song, um, I usually just have just heard it that once, so I mostly <laughs> forget it, and so I just have the lyric sheet, and so I sort of put my spin on it because I don't really know it. Robbie's influences have a lot of the like early
5: Americana type of sounds that comes soul, with, with soul blues. And, blues and like that thing and Mikowski is just a trough of knowledge about uh, Irish music and like fair music in general like you would say like do you know this song? yeah he knows it <laughs> yeah. so, you know or at least some version of the song in some way shape or form
3: yeah she knows it in uh, high Welsh yeah nothing. plus
5: he can pick up pretty much anything and he has the uh, his bit where he uh, knows a lot of songs in different languages yeah
4: so oh, I, I, how many I, different languages? I'm I, actually. I just counted today. I'm up to twenty-seven now. Wow, that's yeah. really impressive. How, that t- is that twenty-seven singing? Twenty-seven singing. Right. Okay. How and, many can you speak? I can speak. No, uh, let's call it three: English, Spanish, and Hebrew. But I'm also learning German and French. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's he's annoying.
3: <laughs> um, you can literally give him. Any instrument, like some oud that came, uh, that was buried with the Dead Sea Scrolls that no one has seen in thousands of years, with like a little bit of uh, papyrus with four different notes on it. You throw them down in front of them. You come back, ha- had an hour later, he's already written a song, he's like, okay, now here it is, uh, and we're going to try it, uh, you
0: know what, capo the oud up six, and then it's going <laughs> to be, it's like, I, I wish that you dude. could see Robbie's hands right now, because he is really just creating the <clears throat> instrument in front of you. And he is a mime master. You're
3: a lot more interested in my hands than I think is really...
0: And make, a mime make, is a terrible thing to <laughs> waste. Yeah, suck on that old joke. One great thing, Makovsky, among the many great things he can do is majority of songs you can begin singing it and by the time you're done singing he's playing it uh, which is just a skill
4: I don't have It, it you know helps us
0: Get things done.
4: It's 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 a it's a mental disorder. It's I'm an idiot savant. <laughs> I can't tie my shoes, um, <laughs> but you can play. But I can but life. I can play mo- so many different instruments. It's I've I have I have completely misappropriated all of my brain space. <laughs> um, it, not for us. It, it's very funny because my father-in-law I and my so wife are both the same my way. <laughs>
5: yeah. my wife has a master's. She has a master's degree can't do math it's like okay (laughs) math is not going to help nor does she know left from right it's kind of amazing my father-in-law just learned last year what a belt is for (laughs) (laughs) but he can also pretty much (laughs) build a guitar from scratch he can build a guitar from scratch he is almost in charge of of the city's like teaching teachers how to teach things (laughs) he basically goes into schools and teaches teachers the proper methods of how to run their classrooms that's what he does for a living just figured out if you tighten the belt a little longer, it keeps the pants up. <laughs> oh,
3: I love him even more.
2: Now. It wasn't
5: just
3: decorative. That's
2: that's that's a, that's the amazing. Part I love of
3: that him story. even more now. That's I so, know, and I didn't awesome. think that
2: was possible, right? Like I met him once. Um, I'm I'm bringing up my wife a lot. A because you guys know her, and B because. She's my connection to the folk kind of Irish mm-hmm. folk community. I didn't listen to a ton of folk music, honestly, before I met the wasties and I met her. Um, but she had her guitar repaired by your wife's father-in-law. And like when we were in his shop, I just looked around. A, he's got all this old Disney stuff, which is just astounding. Huge
5: goofy fan. And
2: then and then he's got like just guitar parts everywhere and mm-hmm. tools, and I'm just looking at it like I wanna be able to do that. Yeah. I can right. barely put a computer together.
5: So we're working on getting a house together because uh personal situations going on. And uh he has twenty-seven guitars in his house I don't and feel so bad now. Thirteen amps <laughs> oh, wow. that are filling up the the basement right now, including one from the nineteen fifties that's worth about forty. $4,300 or something Jeez. like that just a one amp alone because it's an old tube
3: amp from the sure. 1950s
2: which they don't make anymore and Not you can't all. even find so anyone at some
3: point you should definitely talk to him about music I want to I actually do want to have just him on an amazing because
2: he's told he told us some stories just when we were hanging out while he was working on the guitar and it was just like yeah. mind blowing so yeah it's like
5: Mine's have like, like certain aspects towards like amazing things. He's great at education and he's an amazing guitar player himself, blues musician himself. Ran a magazine here in the city called Tri State Blues. Uh-huh. Uh, for a while. Uh, really? Yeah, he had a magazine about blues. He was managing Bluesman uh, blues man at one point or another. Holy crap. In, in my lifetime We're <laughs> knowing him. And uh, yeah, he's he's got he's had a full gamut of musical life that is like pretty much impossible. Wow. <laughs> uh
2: but yeah. But no, I mean I think that that's important for artists, especially in like the modern era. Nobody does one thing anymore. Like uh, that's why I ask people about what else they're doing besides the art they do, because it's very very rare that someone can just do art. I mean, even some of the biggest celebrities now are still doing other things because it's just not enough to do a thing anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean, aside from you know having the the real job and all, like eclecticism is something that's very very important to me. Um, I'm kind of for myself uh, against specialization. Mm-hmm. I want to become as good as I can can, but I never want to give up photography, I right. never want to give up, you know, straight acting, yeah. um, it's just, I just can't <laughs> have my life like that, I just keep, um, it keeps me really interested. I actually just
4: like, a pair of <laughs>
3: bones tonight, <laughs> so I can Are you,
4: you going to be using them? I'm going to try and figure uh, out how to learn. So, uh, I also do like carpentry and, and electrical work during the winter, because winter's a downtime.
2: I should actually show you the book I just got the other day that we were talking about, uh, I think was off air because my brain is bleeding out of my ears. Um, uh, uh, non sequitur segue. Um, I have just got a book, the Nick Offerman book I was talking about is is about his wood shop in LA and all the carpentry that he does and all the stuff he's built and I think you get a kick out of it, it's pretty cool. But um, but I think that, you know, like for me, I DJ and I host and I have podcasts and I have a day job. And I feel like most artists that I've met in the city are doing a bunch of different things. A, for eclecticism, to, to kind of have a ton of different skills so you can kind of fit in anywhere. Yeah. But also I think because it's just, it's a survival mechanism too, yeah. to point. Sure. point. Yeah. Like you can sit at home and do nothing all day or yeah. you, you could bury yourself in 18 projects and see where they go. Yeah, I mean, right. just play I, I, I Skyrim started... and forget that the world exists. <laughs> I've been there. There's I've been there, there brother. There's,
4: there's space And, and the next thing you're looking at, you're just like, when did my fingernails grow to be three inches long? Right, <laughs> exactly. I've I started off uh, pretty much just
3: being an actor in the city, and it was just... There, there came a point where I just went, I'm not going to go into this room where everybody else looks like me except they're 20 and 6 foot tall and, you know... <laughs> Buff is crap. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much actual skill I have. This person just came out of Juilliard, where this director is working. I'm not getting this job, right?
5: I'm gonna learn how to play guitar. Well, it's kind of amazing. We all, all produce con- some level of content, right? Uh, uh, as, like it's being said on the internet. It's content. Yeah. It's yeah. content. Yeah. But you know, as together we're a band, we make content. But we always other consumer create some level of content in one way or another, or whatever it is. It's about creating something or making
2: something. We always yeah. want to make something that's different or lasting. Well, I think Absolutely. it's also so much Absolutely. easier to make stuff now. Like I, a podcast like this, I couldn't have had on first of all eight different platforms on the internet yeah. and make it at all in my own home ten years ago, five years ago. Like it just wasn't yeah. possible. No. I mean, you were gatekeepers how, now.
0: How, Yeah, how lucky are we that the how lucky are we that we're living in a time where the barrier of entry is virtually nothing? Yeah,
4: I've that said let us com- all praise the great mm-hmm. and powerful internet. <laughs> All hail may- the Borg.
0: All hail Al Gore. I just fear there's too much
2: content.
0: <laughs> you know, there may be, but you know, people can sort it out for well, themselves. Yeah. Well, I've only said out. Things have
2: never been better and worse on the internet at sure. the same time. Sure, But you don't have to look at the bad times, stuff if you don't want to. Things, things do, you know. Well, well, yeah.
4: well I think right. the internet is just a, 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 the best reflection of humanity that we've ever had. So you're going <laughs> to yeah. end up with the best. Yeah, I hope so it's a little worse than humanity is.
0: I think the internet's a little worse on average than humanity many? Like, how many
5: people do think like, like, like listen to the to mm-hmm. this like so, so
2: stuff my stuff. show I have we have about a hundred downloads per episode nice, maybe man. maybe well, a that's it more. fine I'm out of
6: here <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm
2: gonna go gleaming the cube
6: <laughs> uh, <laughs> no,
3: what uh,
5: for real where the hell did that come from <laughs> <The> toilet <laughs>
2: oh. oh. It, um, it's but the bathroom joke. Yeah. been
0: never so the queue I got I got All right go watch go it. watch Gleaving the queue He was going back
2: to my game about metaphors. force for yeah. go go the so clips but um but no I I I have a pretty the fan base that I have here, or listeners, rather, I hate calling them fans. It makes me feel weird. It's listeners.
4: Um, <laughs> you have fans. <laughs> they uh, like
2: you.
3: Fans listeners. They pay attention to what you say. there's one outside the window right now holding
0: up a boombox. Hey, fans listeners, <laughs> please uh, email him or Facebook him and, and let Matt know what you would like him to call you. Exactly.
2: Um, because Crash Cordian is just too long. I think
3: you should all vote for Clyde. I just think Clyde is a funny name. Think <laughs> like you should all be called Clyde. Crash Core,
0: Crash Cores. The Crash Clyde. Core I like. Corticals. Kind of cool crash Crashers. 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 Crash Canots. That's really it.
3: good. I mean,
2: But um, but the the ones that do listen are pretty vocal. Like they'll suggest stuff on our other show. We take a listener recommendations for the albums we review. Mm-hmm. And like people comment. Sometimes sending me questions to ask the guests, and it's just interesting the kind of access you have now like I I have listeners in Wales I've never been to Wales and I have listeners there because the computer tells me it's so
0: yeah yeah. Yeah, the computer tells us we have fans in I think 27 countries yeah really something like that
2: which is just crazy because you could have never had that kind of openness before I've
5: actually sold a CD to somebody in New Zealand Believe that's it or not, awesome. that's amazing to realize that somebody was in New Zealand and said, you know what, I think I want to get those guys CDs. <laughs> you know what I need? An American Irish band <laughs> CD. None <laughs> of them no are Irish. 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 My, <laughs> my favorite was this year. We have four CDs for sale. We There was a guy at the fair who actually bought all four of our CDs and then bought us all a round of beer at this particular gig. Great. I immediately turned to the guys and go, That guy is going to be super pissed when he realizes he spent $95 on
2: a band he doesn't even know. (laughs) We must have done one song he really liked or something. Man, it was great. Um, before we wrap up I guess um, so this will be out probably um, in about two or three weeks and so if you've got gigs coming up in November and December that you really want to plug please do um, also tell people where you can be found on the internets obviously the Facebook and Instagram and Twitter you know the big three do you guys have a Tumblr? We uh, do not have a Tumblr. No, okay. we do not have a Tumblr. We do
3: have an Instagram. Right, right uh, now we're... We've got a Facebook page, uh, SoundCloud? Or is it Bandcamp? I always get
0: the two confused. Uh, we are on SoundCloud. The Waste okay. on, on in November, right? That's a, on the 22nd. We're, we all have our phones out, like, trying <laughs> yeah, like, trying, trying to figure out, out the dates. I'm going to find it so, first, guys. So I do know that I'm gonna on November
4: 22nd... Um, and I know this because uh, Three Pints is going to be there and the Rascals and Rogues are going to be there because I like to double dip. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, he does. So that'll be at the way station on the 22nd, which I believe is a Tuesday. Tuesday, 22nd. Tuesday. Is, it, uh,
5: th- is that one? That one starts at 7, right? Uh, no, that one will be starting at 9 for the Rascals and Rogues, oh, okay. 10 o'clock for the Three Pints Show. Oh, cool. <laughs> when is that? Nice. The 22nd. The 22nd of November. Of November. <laughs> the Facebook group. <laughs> 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 then a very special. Very Merry Three Pine Shy Holiday Special will happen oh, at under St. Mark's December oh, 4th, and 4th and at 5th at 7 p.m.
0: 4th and 5th, okay. 4th
5: if and you 4th are 5th, Jewish and, and want to ring in the new the, year the right, right way, head to the JCC of Manhattan on December 31st for the most amazing... Most spectacular New Year's Eve celebration that happens 4 o'clock in the afternoon and ends at 5. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I can still make the an evening gig that the Wacies are playing.
4: And it'll be acapella because it's a New Year's
0: miracle. God damn them all. <laughs> and by the way, Tim Ott will be there and see how four years in Missouri has changed him. That's yeah. awesome. I'm going to guess not beard for the beard better. Is. I'm going to say 50 pounds is. more. <laughs> <I bet. laughs> He'll have more beard, more hair, and more weight. That's my guess. Now, we do have another gig at the JCC in March,
5: which we're be coming up. but I can't as, even think that far ahead. As we are mm-hmm. planning, we are starting to step into already May of next year, where we are planning our schedule that far in advance. Awesome. That kind of really awesome? Cool. March
0: 21st, uh, 2034 on a colony in Mars. I'm pretty sure we're going we to be, will be we're doing... We're going to be on uh, it'll
3: just be our heads. Yeah, in uh, jars. Like yeah, in, in in jar, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And in the year uh,
5: VII, we will be celebrating our spider overlord.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. VII. Uh, and then, Logan's Run will occur. Uh, well, I'm mean, sorry, Carousel like, will
5: occur. And uh, uh, then we are done. <laughs> Alright. And well. on Tuesday, Ladies' Night. <laughs> oh what a night! <laughs>
3: uh, that's how we lost you our know, heads. We're gonna because, have you know, the one spider
4: overlords ladies' night. It's, I'm making a joke about biology. It's not working. It's no, it wasn't. Like <laughs> we're gonna, I know, I saw. They could, could have gone through.
3: They yeah. could have gone through. Could have gone mantis. You could have gone I black could've. widow.
5: You were reaching and reaching, uh. and Stallone dropped you right in the crevasse, and it was just the beginning of cliffhanger started right there. <laughs> I know. Uh, I was gonna say K two. Speaking of which, I'm gonna take a cliffhanger. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm gonna take an
3: earbud.
2: Uh, (laughs) Wow.
3: (laughs) Alright, before this gets out of hand
2: and we do this all night long, which I'm pretty sure we could. I'm gonna go take a king's speech. Oh, Does Shawshank man.
5: Redemption work? <laughs> yeah. In so many ways. Wait till you see my Schindler's List. Oh. Oh. Good night,
2: everybody. <laughs> All right. So before we wrap up, I'm going to ask a favor of the four of you. First, it's been a pleasure having you on. I'm a Snow huge piercer. fan. I love, I love <laughs> you guys' stuff. Um, I'm so stoked that you guys will be playing the Waystation again soon. Um, I just would ask that you do our sign-off here on Crash Chords, which I'd really appreciate, which is music is life and life is good. You can do it however you like. But that is our sign-off, and will you sign us out?
0: One, two, three. Music Music is is life, life and life life is is good.
1: If you enjoyed these interviews, please subscribe to this and the Crash Chords podcast on iTunes, where you can also rate us and review us. You can also like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Crash Chords Web, our Tumblr, and our YouTube channel. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to post in the comment area below each post. And keep the discussion going, because remember, music is life, and life is good.